All right, guys, we are live for another episode of Fredrickson Health Solutions. Today, we have a very special guest, Michael Muth, who is going to be talking about neurofeedback, which is a form of biofeedback. And I don't know too much about this subject, but I have seen and heard about people getting fantastic results from depression, anxiety, etc. So I'm so excited to have Michael on today. So Michael, go ahead and introduce yourself and let us know a little bit about how you got into neurofeedback and what people can expect from that. Hi, Robert. Thanks for having me. Um, well, uh, I started my practice in 2006. Um, I guess I should start with my name. My name is Michael Moyes. Uh, I'm an acupuncturist herbalist. Um, my company is called Headway Health. Um, I started that in 2007, actually, and um, uh, started doing acupuncture, uh, and I saw a lot of people for anxiety and depression. Um, it's pretty rampant, uh, I guess, in the world right now. And um, I was getting a lot of results with helping people to kind of feel, feel better, feel more energized, motivated, less anxious, less stressed. Um, but I would hit plateaus with people, even working with uh, nutritional medicine and herbal medicine as well. Um, so there was a couple of clients that I was looking uh, for the next step for. They had already been through therapy. They, they didn't want to go to therapy. They didn't want to do drugs. So I was doing some research, and uh, that's how I found neurofeedback. And I was fascinated by it. And so I, I was looking for a place to refer these clients, but I ended up uh, getting so excited and fascinated by it that I decided to uh, to to get the, some equipment and start, uh, start helping people with it in my own practice. That's awesome. So you've been doing neurofeedback for seven years, right? Yeah. Yeah. About seven years. And for people who, who just have no idea what this means, can you explain what neurofeedback is, the process, what people could expect if they were going to go to someone who's doing neurofeedback therapy? Sure. Sure. Um, so there are kind of uh, two different types of neurofeedback, really. Uh, there's a traditional style neurofeedback, which is linear style. And there's what I do now is called dynamic neurofeedback or nonlinear. And uh, when I started, I actually started doing a, a, different, a different type, which was linear style. Um, and so I'll talk about that for a second. It's uh, the linear style is, is basically doing a, a scan of the brain and all the brain waves in every lobe and uh, figuring out where all those levels are, all the alpha waves, beta waves, theta waves, et cetera. And, uh, and then kind of printing out a map and, and comparing that to what we would uh, say is uh, the optimal brain. And, um, and then we would do protocols to help the brain switch into those more optimal patterns. And, um, and it is effective, it helps. Um, it, uh, I got away from the linear style for, for a couple of different reasons, but I'm really enjoying the, neuro, the, the dynamic neurofeedback, which is what I do now. Um, this is more of a holistic style, really. It's uh, giving the brain information about what it's doing and letting the brain choose how to reorganize itself and how to structure itself. And primarily what we're doing is we're helping the nervous system to really balance out and to uh, uh, create a state, ideally, or, or ultimately a state of resilience and flexibility. And so, so to help the brain to reorganize itself and to be kind of primed and optimal 
uh, but not based on kind of pushing brain patterns and hoping they stay, but in, instead we're essentially giving the brain a mirror to what it's doing and the brain sees itself and adjusts itself. Just like you would look in the mirror and maybe you see yourself slouching and then you see just kind of automatically you help, uh, correct your posture. So that's actually how the brain works as well. When we give it the information that it needs, uh, just about its real time activity and uh, the state of the nervous system, it, it shifts and organizes itself. Awesome. And so is that you're putting electrodes on the brain, different areas right of the head? And then you're analyzing that on the computer, which is giving you real-time feedback into which kind of brainwave they're in. Is that correct? Yeah, so that is actually more the linear style. Linear style, uh, okay. Yeah, so with uh, and the, the type of neurofeedback, the dynamic uh, brand that I use is Neurooptimal. And, uh, it's one of the only ones that's dynamic out there, if not the only one. Um, and so uh, we're actually not trying to analyze alpha wave, beta wave, theta wave. We're not looking at that. Um, we're letting the brain uh, really sort that out on its own. And it's based off all the algorithms, you know, that are in the, in the system. And it is real time. So they get real time, the client gets real time feedback on what their brain is doing. And, and when it comes down to it, we're looking at the nervous system, whether the nervous system is in fight or flight, stress response, uh, sympathetic system, or if it's in the rest and digest response, parasympathetic nervous system. Um, and so the brain sees itself and uh, can, can calibrate. So I can actually go on a little more. Uh, one analogy I like to use is, um, well, besides the mirror analogy, it's, it's, again, it's not pushing the brain way, the brains, the brain patterns. It's like that little rumble strip on the side of the highway when you're traveling down the road and you roll over the rumble strip and it says, doo -doo 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 -doo, meaning you're going off the road. That's essentially what this system is doing is it's saying, hey, your brain's switching. You're switching. And so when your brain, the subconscious brain sees, oh, I'm switching, I'm going into fight or flight right now, but I'm actually in a safe environment and there's no need to do that. So it sees itself doing that and it says, wait, I don't need to do that. So that actually helps the brain to reorganize itself completely and create new neural structures and pathways uh, that are based on a more balanced approach to the present moment. I love that analogy. So it makes so much sense. Like you, a lot of times this is going to be unconscious. You're not going to have any idea that maybe you are in that super fight or flight response. And then yeah. I know a lot of people talk about meditation, taking time to themselves. So maybe even biurnal beats, maybe we can talk about those in a little bit, but mm -hmm. just getting something to say, Hey, your brain is going here. It's nothing to be stressed out about. You should not be, you know, putting on, or turning all these catecholamines in your body, all these, you know, cortisol, stress, you know, related hormones. We don't need this right now. We're just driving. There's no stressful stimuli, but sometimes people have these things turned on. They become stressful HPA axis dysfunction. And so can you talk about how much faster this would be for someone who just can't course correct on their own? Maybe they've tried meditation. They've tried some other things. Or maybe they just, they just can't do it. Maybe they just don't have the access. Can you explain how that would be a little more beneficial? Absolutely, and that's a very real thing. Um, sometimes we're so stuck in a fight or flight response and we, don't, we can't get out of it um, and, until we exhaust our adrenals years down the road and then um, we're forced to kind of reckon with it. Um, 
thought bef way before that, this can actually help people to break that pattern and break that habitual, the habitual cycles, um, whether it's, you know, getting, being stuck in a mental loop uh, constantly, uh, not being able to sleep because of that, or waking up with anxiety, waking up in panic. Uh, and, and really those things are, you know, mostly all based on trauma. So it's past trauma, whether that trauma is a huge life event that you really saw as a huge deal and changed your life, or if it's uh, little traumas or long periods of stress, it's uh, that builds up and wires the brain a certain way. Um, and so, yeah, people are stuck there. Um, deep depressions, uh, constant states of fear and anxiety, um, uh, unable to focus, things like that are, are kind of symptoms of the nervous system being locked in. And so um, it's, it's actually pretty remarkable when uh, you sit down in the chair, you get the, you hook your, hook the sensors up, we call them sensors, not electrodes, because uh, nothing's coming out, um, but the sensors are picking up basically that shift in your brain state and giving you feedback on that. Um, just a 33 minute session, uh, it's, it's one 33 minute session actually can help people uh, and helps people all the time in my office to uh, kind of after the session there they feel better they feel more uh, present it's really the present moment is not so bad anymore and, and they're not stuck in the past or the future right, so sort of having breakthroughs so to speak yeah well actually um, there was a client uh, several months ago, maybe six months ago, that, had, that uh, came in and, and she, was, um, she was in that state. She was uh, in that state of anxiousness and depressed and uh, couldn't, couldn't turn it off, really. And did the consultation, hooked up the sensors and uh, started the system, came back in the room a half hour later and... Her breathing had changed like dramatically. Like she was kind of shallow breathing, fast breathing, came back in and she looked very relaxed. She was breathing normally. And um, I unhooked the sensors and she didn't really say anything. And, um, and then she finally sat up and she actually looked at me and she looked down and she said, is this real? <laughs> and it was that dramatic for her because she hadn't felt that good in so long. And all we did was help her basically to, to discharge all of that, uh, that loop, that stuck energy, you know, those mental circuits that she was just running. That's awesome. That's awesome. And yeah. so a lot, it seems like a lot of people wouldn't even realize that they would need something like this. Like what kind of patient types? Would, do you see the most coming in? Is it more like, I'm really stressed, I'm really anxious, I know I need help, but for people listening, maybe that do need it and don't realize it, what kind of patient types would you say, hey, you'd probably be a good candidate for something like this? So right now, everybody, during lockdown, <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah, if you're stressed, um, you know, I, always, I always tell people, just come get a session. Just, just come in, get one session. You don't have to do a bunch of sessions. One session can help you just to relax. If you can't, if you if you're normally you know somewhat able to relax, then just come in for a session if you can, and it'll help you kind of reorganize, reset yourself. Um, but you know, largely my clientele is 
uh, are people who have tried the medications uh, or they're still on them. Uh, people who have really gone through and tried a lot of things. Uh, I'm often a last kind of ditch effort. You know, the people are, are they find, oh, Neurooptimal, they hear a podcast or something and they say, uh, neurofeedback uh, could help. And so people that are uh, anxious, people that are depressed, um, those are, those are the, the people who I see most. What about athletes? What about athletes trying mm. to take their game to the next level? Maybe they're having a kind of a, just a mental, you know, barrier that's, you know, not allowing them to get to the next stage. Maybe they're having performance anxiety. Do you ever see athletes? I do see some athletes. Um, and it, it definitely can help you to uh, take things to the next level. Actually, there are a lot of athletes um, that uh, come through my buddy uh, in Detroit or yeah, Detroit. He has a place that does neurooptimal. Um, David McCullough, and uh, he's um, he sees a lot of athletes, and uh, I think MMA fighters and basketball players, all kinds, um, because it does. It just kind of helps. It really the brain is you know, nervous system is is so powerful, so important when you're uh, doing high intensity sports, highly competitive sports. Um, you know, it could help you take swings off your uh, your golf game. It's definitely something that can uh, improve performance. Awesome. And so you said something about the treatment time. I just want to see if there's any science behind it. Why is it 33 minutes? Yeah. Good question. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's all, it's all, it's all the spiritual aspect. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think uh, just through the, the years that uh, Neurooptimal has been around since 2000, I believe. And so through all their clinical trials and, and uh, testing uh, and case studies, they, they found that 33 is kind of an optimal uh, amount of time to get to get the feedback and and just to expand on that uh, the uh, the 33 minutes is actually broken down into four different sections so there's a like a warm-up part at the beginning and it's all seamless and you can't you don't know the difference in the transition but it's just the algorithms how they change so it's like a warm-up uh, to get you relaxed and comfortable um, there's an active phase and integration phase and cool down phase. Really, that's kind of how we describe it. Uh, yeah, so I guess 33 minutes is what they've found to be just as much as you need. And we awesome. actually actually see people. Uh, I always recommend people start with twice a week, uh, and then maybe after a few weeks shift to maybe once a week if they want to want to slow down. Uh, but uh, but that gives you the twice a week for a few weeks gives you good momentum get you feeling better faster. Awesome. Awesome. So for anyone listening and they're not maybe familiar with this, can you kind of go over the brain states, what they mean and how we should, you know, maybe go in between or how we go in between alpha, beta, theta, et cetera, throughout the day and mm -hmm. how probably more people are in beta, right? More of the scattered thoughts and how we should be more of the, the alpha, more of the conversational type. So yeah, I, I'm not an expert, so go ahead and explain sure. this. Yeah, um, we're, we're pretty much in kind of, uh, you know, every, every different lobe has a different mixture of, they all have all of them, right? Um, it's just a matter of what you're producing predominantly. So we're actually mostly in beta right now. Um, concentrating thinking, uh, you know, that, that can also, we could also be an alpha. Um, alpha is more relaxed, more, uh, you know, your body's relaxed, you're, you're meditating, it's kind of a good meditation state. Um, is that, that uh, 
happy kind of uh, buoyant feeling of alpha. So not so much the cognitive uh, focus. Um, uh, and then you have, uh, well, above all that, you have gamma. And gamma is uh, really it's the least known. It's the newest one that we've discovered. Um, and it's actually something that uh, monks uh, really hit. And they, uh, so we don't know as much as about gamma as we know about the other ones. Uh, but uh, the next one down is theta. And so theta is your, your first levels of sleep. Uh, you, can, you can get to that in meditation too. Um, and then delta is pretty much super slow brainwave uh, in your sleep. So you're Got totally it. Un, uh, subconscious. Very cool. So dur during neuro neurofeedback therapy, you're maybe in beta and you're shifting to some alpha, right? Maybe even a theta if you're even getting into deeper meditative. I think that's true. Yeah. I think that you're going to be, uh, most people are going to be pretty relaxed in it. And yeah. And you can actually even fall asleep during these sessions fairly easily. So. So I guess for a hierarchy, because I mean, this thing's to be more popular. There's float tanks happening. People yeah. are using biurnal beats. Um, what is the hierarchy? What do you, in your opinion, so neurofeedback, probably the top and then what's second, what's third. And, and should we do all of them? Uh, as far as, uh, for, for what results for like optimal function? Like I, I need help. I need a shift. I need some course correction as fast as possible. Okay. What would yeah. I? Yeah. You know, neurofeedback is amazing. Um, I combine sometimes, uh, for people, I'll combine acupuncture with neurofeedback and, um, that can really help them to relax. Uh, in the previous technology I had, uh, I have a screenshot of, of uh, what happened when I inserted the first needle, and it was pretty cool. Uh, we see the, uh, basically the, the system really chill. It really relaxed when that first needle was inserted. Um, but um, for, yeah, for neurofeedback, it's, it's amazing to help you just chill out and relax. Um, and to start that process of your brain learning how to do that, it's on its own. Uh, float tanks are absolutely amazing. And um, if you've never done one, then, uh, and your brain is kind of uh, always going, it's, uh, you'll see <laughs> that it, it's, some people think it's even like terrible, terrible experience, torturous, because, you know, it's dark, there's no sound, really there's no sensation because you're floating in body temperature water, salt water. And so, uh, you know, all your 90% of your sensory input information is cut off. And so the brain starts screaming, uh, <laughs> and it's, it's like freaking out cause it's not used to this. Um, and it differs for different people, but, uh, you know, it takes 30 minutes or an hour to really, let the brain, until the brain actually says, okay, and relaxes. Uh, or maybe not even that first float. Uh, and I think that there's, uh, it's common to do like a three pack uh, series for floats uh, so that you can get that effect. A little easier the next time, a little easier the third time. Awesome. Um, yeah, um, so as a hierarchy, um, yeah, flotation is, is absolutely great to combine with this. Um, and, uh, what's next? 
Well, meditation, you know, that's something that you can definitely do every single day or the majority of the days of the week uh, to, to get amazing benefits. You know, the studies are uh, just incredible about all the benefits that meditation can help with. Uh, and, you know, I think it's, it's getting in meditation is getting to that, to that spot. And you might, you know, if you've never meditated or you're not good at it, you know, it's practice. It's just sitting there, the discipline to sit there and to keep trying and to keep doing it. And uh, eventually your brain will uh, get used to it. And, uh, you know, detaching yourself from your thoughts, detaching yourself from your emotions. Um, it's not easy all the time, for sure. Uh, but getting to that spot as like the observer is what I see as uh, kind of the ideal place. And you're... Uh, kind of just at one right everything's kind of at peace and uh that spot is uh is i believe you know alpha rich uh or even alpha theta and that's uh, alpha beta is when you really can process things uh even on a subconscious level you can process some of those old traumas uh and uh and dilemmas and stresses so do you, how many times have you done neurofeedback yourself and what have you seen, uh, have you seen personally? Yeah, I've done, I've done hundreds of sessions, wow. um, but over the, over the years, right. Um, some, you know, frequently and then take some long breaks or do it once a month or something. Uh, and my results, um, when I first did my first series, I, I noticed some pretty cool things. I was, uh, I was going home and, and wanting and always kind of in a habit of just grabbing a beer or grabbing a drink to relax, um, kind of shift modes. And uh, I noticed that I would I would have the I even found myself doing it um, like a couple days in a row. I'd come home and I would start to go to the refrigerator and I would actually pause for a second and I would I'd say, you yeah, know, my normal reason for going there is not really I don't really it's not driving me right. So I would say, I don't want it. Um, so that was pretty significant and pretty interesting. Um, and uh, I also noticed myself, uh, you know, the junk drawers, wherever you have your junk drawers, like I noticed myself um, just having a few extra minutes and just maybe trying to find something and just like totally organizing it, totally getting rid of the junk and organizing it. And so that was also kind of <laughs> interesting. Um, I, have, I have a client who uh, she brings her daughter in and they've come in for, for lots of sessions um, and she actually notices that with her daughter. If they, now that they've done uh, quite a few sessions, she'll come in more as needed uh, or once a month or so and, and she notices her daughter, uh, her daughter's room will get cluttered and messy if she hasn't been in for a little while and then she, she brings her in and then our room is tidy <laughs> so you know it's 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 a mirror our environment is a mirror of of uh, our mind mental state so at least large wow so clear your mind mm. clear your house get a clean house yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, awesome that's enough. yeah so you talked about just you know going home and you're stressed had a long day and, and you reach for a glass of wine or a beer <laughs> And you found that you don't have to do that anymore. So that's awesome. Do you have other clients that come to you for similar like dopamine 
associated behaviors? Mm, yeah, definitely addiction. Uh, uh, I've had a, a good handful of people come in that are that's help them quit smoking or to help them quit drinking. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's definitely how it kind of takes, you know, there's also the habit, the habitual part of it. So there's that too, um, but it definitely can help. So wow. I think drinking, drinking and, uh, and smoking are probably the, the main things that I've seen people for as far as addiction goes. Awesome. And I've always wondered this, what would be like a person who has just chronic pain and you know, that's, that's a stressor on its own because they're worried about the pain limiting them from working out or whatever the case may be. Have you seen any people with that as a chief complaint come to you? I have. Um, and uh, honestly, there's a lot of times, or I've had some clients that come to me kind of again at their wits end. Um, and they're, I would say about half of the time that we have been able to help, but then there are, you know, there are lots of other issues involved. And so um, I don't, I personally don't tell people it's, you know, yeah, it'll, it'll cure your pain. Um, but it definitely can just like really just like addiction, it can help. Uh, it can slow. Uh, well, it can just help you to deal with it better. You know, it can bring down the stress levels. So, holding your body tight, you know, being in fight or flight is going to increase inflammation. So um, it's, it's definitely can be part of the whole program. Awesome. Okay. So I'm going to take you back a little bit. Okay. So you've been, do, you've been doing this for about seven years. If you could go back to when you first started knowing what you know now, what would you do differently? Um, as far as neurofeedback, how, how would you help uh, facilitate it, make it better? So I think that, uh, I think I was too shy in the beginning to uh, really uh, tell people they needed 10 to 15 or 20 sessions. And, uh, you know, cause it's, it's not necessarily cheap. The, the system I have now is actually a lot more affordable than the previous one I had. Um, so it might not apply for this, but yeah, I was uh, maybe a little shy to say, you know, you need 15 sessions. And so uh, that's definitely something I would probably change because the thing is, is you get, you can shift and change the brain, but you really have to anchor it in. You know, you have to make those structures really solid and you have to, your, your brain has to shift into those new networks and let the other ones atrophy, you know? And so it takes, it takes reinforcement. It takes cumulative sessions. I said earlier, you know, one session for, for stress, and that's totally true. Um, it won't necessarily, not necessarily last, uh, but if you do 10, 15, 20 sessions, your brain reorganizes yourself. So uh, I think that is definitely one of the main things I would change. Uh, awesome. Back in time. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's always fun to think about that. Are there any other things, you know, that you recommend for people coming from neurofeedback? Is it any kind of supplements, any other, of course, sleep, but anything else like that, that you recommend to help, you know, with reorganizing the brain, with helping the anxiety, et cetera? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I always, I always offer some herbal and nutritional consultation, uh, lifestyle wellness 
medicine, you know, uh, stuff that they can do at home. So, so there, yeah, there are lots of things that we can do. There's no one modality that's everything, right? And so, uh, uh, yeah, adaptogenic herbs, nervine herbs helps you to, uh, the nervous system well, helps the adrenal response uh, not to be so, so quick to, to pump out all the cortisol. Uh, the nervines are great for some people who, who just need something to bring them down a notch. Uh, so I mix up tinctures for people or offer um, herbal teas or, or infusions. Uh, boost nutrition, you can do that through herbs as well. Um, of course, Orthomolecular Molecular has some great products that uh, great for the adrenal system. Uh, people who are in fight or flight, stress response, uh, minerals, magnesium, you know, it's a fantastic one. For, I think we're pretty much all deficient on it. So uh, magnesium is a huge one, really, um, just to, to flood the body with uh, good nutrients that your body can then use to do what it needs to do to deal with the stresses. Uh, you know, I think our, I think that you know our, our food, even if you eat organic, it's it's depleted. Unfortunately, that's the case. Um, the minerals aren't there like they used to be because we don't use the practices that we used to of, of rejuvenating the soil. Uh, of course, organic is better, but we've lost a lot of topsoil, so those minerals are, are missing. So uh, minerals are huge. Minerals are huge. Uh, so. Yeah, and then and then always, you know, if sleep's a problem, we always try to focus on that because you need that to really restore, release those uh, human growth hormone, et cetera, to, to really clean and fix the body at that time. Awesome. And so, of course, I mean, of course, this is going to help us sleep, right? It's going to help you recover. Help, if you, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I want to dive into the flow state. And, you know, as an athlete or everyone's or a runner, you get into that state where you, you just run, you, you don't even think about the time yeah. or the steps, you, you know, the feeling once you're there and once you're not there, you try so hard to get back. And yeah. how can, can you talk about that? What, what brainwave state that is and, and what you've seen with the flow states and has anyone ever talked about that, you know, with you or have you talked about that clients, et cetera? Yeah, I think it's a, uh, um, it's an ideal state to be in because it feels so good and it's good for us, right? It helps you to clear the mind. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a, a higher in a state that's higher in alpha um, and uh, just that zone. And really that zone, uh, the zone is the zone, whether it's in meditation or it's in uh, your you know, fifth mile or 10th mile or whatever of running or whatever it is that you're doing to get there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's hugely beneficial as far as uh, how it affects the body and how it, I think it harmonizes the mind and the body and the heartbeat, you know, the brain waves and the heartbeat. I believe that that's really what's happening. You're getting, that's why they call it the flow state, right? Because you are uh, getting into that, uh, that coherence. Right. Yeah. Awesome. And what, what about diet? Have you noticed any different diets with your patients that have, uh, better results when they're doing therapy or just for brain chemistry in general? Uh, hydration is huge, uh, for sure. Um, uh, getting uh, good water, good quality water, uh, spring water or um, reverse osmosis water, I think is good if you're adding 
if you're adding minerals, uh, enough minerals during the day. Um, so, yeah, I think that there's a, a lot of benefit to the keto, a lot of benefit to paleo. Uh, there's a huge uh, issue with the way we consume carbohydrates. So, uh, you know, running on carbohydrates and sugar is inflammatory, first of all, inflammatory to the brain, uh, but it also, it, it doesn't allow us to, to really uh, think as clearly as we can. Uh, I stopped eating sandwiches at lunch like you know, 15 years ago. That's what I used to eat, you know? And uh, then I realized, oh my, I was just tired all the time after it, after lunch. And so, uh, so then I went to half uh, open face sandwiches. It's, it's still different. You know, it was like better, but it was still making me tired. So um, just getting the, your, your carbs from your vegetables is ideal, especially for lunch, I think. Um, and uh, you know, definitely good quality fats, making sure they're not rancid. Uh, Flaxseed, for example, you got to be able to smell it. If you buy it ground, you got to be able to smell it. It's worse, I think, to eat rancid fats than it is to, to not eat them. Uh, so, uh, yeah, high quality, high quality fats, uh, great for brain function. I mean, your brain is mostly uh, protein, fat, cholesterol, a combination of that, water, of course. Um, but that's how, that's what the brain runs on. And uh, uh, more fish oils and things like that help. Um, I will often recommend people to, to take some of those supplements uh, while they're doing neurofeedback just to help uh, to help the, the brain to, to do what it needs to do, restructure itself, build new connections and stuff like that. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. Right. Love it. Love it. All right. So this could, I'm going to ask you a question. And this could be neurofeedback if that's what it is, but just in general, in the past six months, what health-related product under $150 has had the biggest impact on your health? Hmm. Hmm. Well, I, I, I'm going to go with the cheap one. <laughs> uh, I think magnesium. <laughs> I think it's magnesium is, a, is a, a really great one for, I mean, it's, it's got so many things that it does in the body. So, uh, yeah, it, I think it helps me to relax. It helps me with stress. So, uh, so that's what I've been doing recently, actually. Awesome. What, what form of magnesium do you take? That's the, it's the redacted magnesium. Oh, so, so the chelated, chelated minerals, chelated malate, glycinate, mm -hmm. the blend. Yeah. Do you take it in the morning or do you take it before bed? Morning usually. Yeah. yeah. Just to help me with the day. Uh, I'll add something else to that too. Um, you know, this, this whole two month period of, of COVID lockdown or whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's been, um, it's been stressful for everybody. I think, uh, it's also been, had some really, uh, good things that I think that have come out of it, but, uh, the uncertainty and, and, and all has been stressful. And so, um, yeah, the, one of the other things that I absolutely love is, uh, from host defense, uh, their, uh, well, I've been taking concert, comprehensive immune support from them, but I've also been taking uh, their stress decompress uh, or whatever their stress formula is. Uh, so are you familiar with host defense? No, but I'll look it up. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. Uh, 
false statements is uh, they, they have a, a documentary out uh, called Fantastic Fungi, uh, I think. Okay. And nice. uh, yeah, yeah, it gets you, it'll get you excited about taking mushrooms or medicinal mushrooms if you do uh, not already. So awesome. Very medicinal cool. Medicinal mushrooms, yeah, they're absolutely incredible. And I'm, I'm, I'm growing some now too. So, uh, so yeah, it's fun too. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, next time we do a podcast, we'll have you in the garden and you can showcase all okay. your, okay. yeah. And I know, I, and I know your social media has tons of vegetables in your garden. So it's always fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> watching you on Instagram there. Awesome. Okay. So if you could make a billboard that as many people in the world could see, and it was just, you know, one to two things that people could do for their health to help optimize it and to help just live better, healthier lives. What would those two lines on that billboard say? Put me on the spot, huh? <laughs> See, this is where I'd want to sit down and think. Um, off the top of my head, huh? Uh, not necessarily the best marketer either. But um, <laughs> it, it could just be take, take magnesium, drink your water or something. Uh, I think it would say breathe, uh, breathe and, uh, you know, breathe and be present. Enjoy this very moment. You know, uh, you could focus on all the, the, the crap that's going on and you could put yourself in a place that we would call hell, uh, or you can, uh, you can focus on what it is that you want. And so I think if we breathe, we connect ourselves with the environment we step barefoot on the, on the ground. Uh, we connect. We exchange ions with the earth, and uh, we uh, we think about what it what it is. I mean, this is way more than two words, two lines on a billboard. Okay. But, uh, but uh, yeah, if, if we think about what it is that we want to create, uh, and we pull that into our experience, that's really uh, that's really where we need to go. You know, and. and uh, However you get there, I think that that's ultimately where we should be going because it's just the, the, the fear that everybody has right now, uh, the majority of the population has, uh, it's, it's destroying our health. You know, it's, it's, it's destroying our, our mental process. You know, it's not allowing us to get into the flow state. It's not allowing us to to uh, to create something that might benefit uh, the world and ourselves. So yeah, long answer, but breathe and uh, uh, kind of enjoy what's what's happening right now around us. Breathe and be present. Be I love present. it. Yeah, yeah, love it. Awesome. So this this question is easy. Okay. What is your What is your morning routine look like? Ah, okay. So. Um, well, my morning routine definitely consists of waking up early. Uh, that varies, but usually 5.30 or 6. Um, drinking a glass of morning mineral elixir, uh, which is uh, Aubrey Marcus's term, I think. Nice. For, uh, for basically Himalayan salt uh, and a little squeeze of lemon or lime and uh, it's 16 ounces and chugging that. That's amazing. That That's definitely energizing. Um, Get all the trace minerals um, and meditation uh, 20 30 minutes usually and um, and then then it kind of varies I'll, I'll either read or I'll study something uh, or I'll journal um, 
and uh, and then I'll do uh, I'll do a workout usually, and uh, drink a little more water, uh, and then and then hit the road to work. I think it's usually usually what happens. That's a good routine right there. Well, I forgot breakfast, but <laughs> yeah, <nice. laughs> but I do eat breakfast after uh, after uh, all that. Yeah, uh, yeah, usually before I work out. Awesome. Yeah, I read uh, on the day by Ar- by Aubrey and Marcus as well, and oh, I I, I yeah. do the salt. I do the salts. If I have awesome. the lemon available, I'll do that. I'm, I might take a few supplements while my coffee is brewing. I have to have the coffee still. I'm not there yet. Attitude. I didn't okay. know. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Awesome. So. This is so much fun talking with you about neurofeedback. I think it's a topic that a lot of people don't know about, but maybe yeah. they should, especially in the environment today. Yeah. And um, just let people know where we can find you on social media, your websites, et cetera. Okay. Yeah. It's been a blast. I appreciate it. Um, uh, so headwayhealth.com is my, my main uh, site for my practice. And uh, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Um, Try to post regularly there. Uh, it, it's uh, Headway Health, well, Headway Health on Instagram, and uh, yeah, Headway Health on Facebook as well. And yeah, those are the main ways you can find me. Awesome. So I'll put all the links to the show notes. Um, if anyone has any questions, please reach out to Michael. He's a wealth of knowledge in the brain chemistry, neurofeedback, as well as your traditional acupuncturist plus herbalist. So. Michael, thanks again for coming on. I really appreciate it. And everyone else, if you're listening to this, please subscribe. We're going to have episodes with practitioners like Michael. We're trying to do this every week. So we're excited just to have a wealth of practitioners who are into health as much as Michael. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Thanks a lot.